uh, we went up from like uh, 10, 15 people in attendance of the tra- like regular weekly training sessions up to about 120, 130 people. Uh, so we actually, we can't accommodate all of them uh, in the small um, <laughs> training area where, anymore, uh, especially when we get more than 70 or 80 people at training sessions. And, but one thing that we learned, people are hugely um, uh, responsive to playing tag rugby because it's such a simple sport to get into. It's like uh, yeah. just playing tag with friends when you're when you're a kid. So and it, it, it's got a small, very uh, low uh, margin of uh, entrance into the sport. If you know what I mean, people just need to learn how to jog around, and that, that they're they're good to go pretty much. That's it. Playing mixed teams, uh, men's and women, and uh, what it, what it, what this thing has grown into is the business league, the tag rugby cool. business league. We had. Uh, to run two, two, two tournaments with 12 and 13 teams, and it, it keeps on growing. So that's an exciting way to um, just uh, to bring people into rugby. Once they try it themselves, it's much easier to hold them as the audience, and they're going to spread it out. So that's, that's another way yeah. to, to spread the game. But see, we're going to have to go out on that right now because unfortunately our two uh, co-hosts there, they, they sort of overran with their questions. So, Vasily, uh, listen, thank you very much for that. The very, very best of luck in the new year. We're going to continue to watch uh, Fiona Rugby and, of course, uh, Russian Ninja as well, when, well in especially repeats of been watching them. Uh, so thank you very much. And, the very, and, I, and I have that bottle of whiskey for you as well. So the very best of luck in 2022. And uh, looking forward to getting you back on, on to Capital Sports back early in the new year. We'll be looking forward for the invitation. Thank you, guys, and a happy Christmas and uh, happy New Year to you all. Thank you very much, Vasily. Happy Christmas, too. Uh, we are going out right now, and hopefully this is, should be a, a song for Russian rugby because it looks very, very positive right now. This is Kelly Clarkson and Stronger back after this with Thierry Villery and Kaz Pandey. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
Uh, we're going to speak about it in a moment because, of course, as Kelly Clarkson says, that whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But sometimes things that make you stronger can also kill you. We'll talk about that just in one moment with our guest. Uh, Peter P., you, you're impressed with uh, Vasily's... Uh, you wanted to ask him about his moustache and yes, about his, yes. his, his friendship with Morgan Stern. Questionable friendship. Questionable friendship. Are you a fan of Morgan Stern? Uh, I, 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 I plead the fifth. No, you can't do that. You have to, you're live on air. You have to tell us. Are you a fan or not? I don't know. Some, sometimes I want to, let's say this, sometimes I want to hit the guy and sometimes uh, I want to just stop uh, watching whatever whatever the, the program is that he's on. <laughs> okay, well, don't stop Russian, Russian Ninja because, of course, uh, Vasily Atemiev is there as well. Okay, we are delighted to have on uh, with us to round out the year. Uh, two, well, I say Kaz has been on it once and uh, Thierry's been on a couple of times and of course he was on right before we locked down as well so we're kind of building this momentum of people who were on with us right before we went off the air uh, last year so I welcome on the show football writer Kaz Pandy Kaz, you're very, very welcome Kaz, I hope you're good Okay, very, very well, thank you very much and France, uh, I, 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 I always get this wrong Thierry Villery, how are you doing? Fine, and you? I'm I'm doing great. Listen, thank you so much because, of course, it was it was last moment that you, that you came on. So I'll, I'll say live on air, Joyeux Noël. I, I said it for you. Yes. Thank you. Merry Christmas from Paris. <laughs> thank you. Oh, beautiful Paris. Beautiful Paris. By the way, what's the weather like at the moment in Paris? Uh, uh, rainy. Oh, <laughs> it's rainy. All right. It's snowing. Not very, not very, not very good. Not shining day. Oh, okay. Well, you know, well, Paris is always kind of like shiny anyway. So it's, um, it's minus seven here in Moscow and snowing. So, um, going to start off, uh, Kaz, we'll start off with you. Andrew has your first question. Uh, Andrew, the air is yours. Andrew Flint. If Andrew is there, Andrew is definitely there. I yeah. know that. No, sorry, sorry, microphone music. Um, Kaz, um, look, looking looking back over this year, um, we've I mean, it's, it's endless numbers of highlights, lowlights to pick from. But what would you pick out as your your highlight of the sporting year um, of twenty twenty one? Oh, for me, I think, uh, I think, think uh, for me the the most 
Maybe at the end of the year, if the performances of the French rugby team uh, and the progression of the of the French rugby team, I think we they show that we have an opportunity in the next two years to win the Six Nation tournament and maybe uh, for the first time the World Cup because we have a a, a very good staff and also the the the, the um, the most biggest player in the year, Antoine Dupont, and also a big roster around him and a great spirit. I think that what they show um, with a great spirit, with a good spirit, uh, they, are, they are good sportsmen and uh, uh, it's the, the return of the French player that oh. we, we, uh, we like very much here. I think for me, the, um, the matches, even if they win or lose, uh, they, they give us a very... A very good entertainment and uh, and uh, a, a great will and a great hope for the for the future. Oh, that's fair enough. Okay, Iselt, you have one for Kaz. A uh, simple question for Kaz: Going into twenty twenty two, event or the individual in sports you're most looking forward to seeing performing, and why? I think. If anything, I would say 2022 is probably going to be a mad year for football um, mm. because I think essentially it will probably be the most politicized year in the game uh, yeah. because I thought in 2021 um, that it would be the most polit- politicized game, uh, politicized year um, in football. But I think 2022 is going to be far more, uh, far more than what 2021 was. Um, and that's largely because of the of the controversial World Cup and there'll be a lot of pushing and pulling. There'll be loads of controversies about the fact that the tournament's taking place in... Of course. Theories will be thrown out and I think the players the players will be forced to play a lot of games as well, um, which, which I think just says that 2022 is probably going to be pretty mad for football from, I think, from a lot of angles in general. Yeah, Isil, you can keep going with, with Thierry. Um, so Thierry, I suppose following on from that, and when you talk about football and the next year, are you concerned about with the English Premier League with cancellations of games, how that may impact the World Cup schedule and how they're going to make up the time? Oh, uh, it, it's not, it's not the problem of the Premier League. If I when, if I well understand that you are talking about uh, what Coving is uh, is uh, yeah. preparing for us in the next weeks and months. I think it's for all sports because uh, since two years, uh, since the two last years, we have the Boxing Day in rugby in in France. Yeah, and uh, four, five, five matches uh, has been cancelled uh, during the the weekend. You know, so it will give a great impact in England in the Premier Premier League also, but in all over the world. Um, I, I suppose I, I suppose to go to the Olympics in uh, February in China, in Beijing, but yet we don't know how it can work, in which condition we can go there, even if we can go there too, to do our works. So uh, I think we are going for another season, another mad, uh, totally mad season. And nobody can expect expect what can happen, and I think that is also also one thing that we have to 
to uh, to figure out is um, what are the consequences first financial uh, because after one two years over COVID, uh, maybe the the, the some uh, some some teams some clubs uh, can be shocked by the the, the, the financial impact and also maybe uh, about about uh, about some some player uh, that uh, that can be hurt by COVID also, you know. Uh, we we have to to know more much better this uh, this virus to uh, to to understand how it works even for the sportsmen. Yeah, Andrew, you you were you had a message to or you sorry you just messaged me to, to jump in with a question for Kaz. You have to unmute to ask a question. Okay. Uh, Kaz, hello. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, Kaz, looking back at 2021, um, look, the, what, what were your main highlights? I'm particularly interested if there was a different sport that you hadn't paid attention to much before, but you, you discovered a new sport that caught your attention. What new sporting highlight did you find from 2021? I think since I love cricket quite a bit and I mean being from India you just can't <laughs> you just can't be someone who doesn't like cricket and I think from a solely Indian perspective um I would say it was one of those years where the in cricket team just showed a lot of will uh, whenever they play, played abroad because there was a series in Australia where they were pretty much all out for 36 which is pretty embarrassing and in the next two test matches, they they fought all guns blazing. They came out all guns blazing and they saved a test match and then won at a place where no one had and no one had ever won a test match before. And that was quite a moment in Indian cricket in history. And and that was an Indian team which had a lot of fringe players, essentially. Uh, I mean, by fringe players, I don't mean they don't play regularly. Those are players who are essentially IPL players, they are not regulars for the Indian national team. And it just shows that um, those players, even though they were not regulars for the, the, the uh, national team, they still showed a lot of grit and determination to... Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, not even the best of Indian teams had done in loads of decades. Um, just uh, Thierry, we've just got a couple of minutes left. I just want to ask you. Um, of course, the the Tour de France in twenty twenty two is departing Copenhagen on the first of July. Uh, then, of course, ending yeah. up in in Paris on the twenty fourth. Um, as I mentioned, you know, kind of what doesn't kill you make you stronger, or some of the things that you know cyclists are taking is killing them. Um, and we've seen a lot of footballers kind of collapsing, and it's not just footballers, referees as well. Um, should we expect uh, more of the same from the Slovenians who seem to be just sweeping all before them uh, in this Tour de France? Should we should we look ahead just sort of with like kind of um, very cynical eyes? Oh, it's a difficult question to answer, but uh, why not? Because um, they seem so strong. Uh, like I, I said, I think <laughs> the last time I, I spoke on the on, on Capital FM is uh, it, it seems that uh, the more small is the country, the more stronger are the, the riders, you know. <laughs> and uh, 
why 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 do they have to stop to give us the those performances um and uh, from where come those performances i don't know because even some writers like Romain Bardet or like some others uh, say that we are we are going back in the 90s with a, a, a two-speed cycling, a two-speed peloton. Uh, it seems that some guys can win, can win in, a, in a, a, every stage, mountain, sprint, uh, chrono, uh, time trail, etc. And some others, uh, in, the, in their best performances, can only follow them, you know. Um, I don't understand what can happen, but I think that uh, anti-doping fights uh, have to be stronger and better organized than uh, what did uh, UCI before, because um, I think it, it, it doesn't work. It, when when some big riders say to you that there is something wrong, uh, you have to you have to consider that, you know. So I think that the Slovenian can win this year, but maybe we, we, we have to take it with a big, big prudence. We have to take those performances with big prudence. With a big, big sense of, a grain of salt. Okay, sorry Peter, you were yeah. going to jump yeah, in yeah, there yeah, with yeah. Kaz. Sorry, sorry to jump in, but hey guys, I just want to ask everybody, starting with Kaz, what was the lowest like highlight of, of the year for you guys? You mean the low light? So the low, the low <laughs> light, the lowest highlight. Yeah, the low light of the year, because you already said about the highlight. I would probably say when Christian Eriksen collapsed on the ground. I mean, because for me personally, Christian Eriksen was one of my favorite footballers for quite a while. I mean, one of the top three and stuff. So having him collapse on the page was probably one of the darkest moments watching football for me. And I mean, it's it's quite interesting that one of the best moments of, of, um, of the game in 2021 came right after it when the Danish players formed a circle around Ericsson protecting, protecting their um, ailing teammates. So I think that was a sort of a moment which showed that maybe... Uh, yeah. Cause you, the moments you... just come in and uh, come across in a situation of chaos. Uh, what, about, uh, what about you, Thierry? Oh, I, I, I think for Kaz, um, talk about something is very important, and uh, in, in, especially in football, uh, the, the 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 federations, the FIFA, have to to consider that very strongly, very seriously. I think, for my side, not to talk football, I will say for my the, the low light is the the victory of Pogacar during the tour in the Grand Bornand especially in the Col de Rome, because I talk with a lot of uh, riders, a lot of pros, who made some cal- calculations, and uh, for some specialists, what he did uh, during this stage, they cannot understand it. They, it's not normal. So but maybe he can do this, uh, I don't want to, to, to go in defamation. Maybe you can <laughs> do this, but, but for some specialists, some guys, and cal- then they calculate, they can calculate uh, the watts, the power, uh, even the instant power. I work with them. It's, uh, you cannot explain that uh, naturally for okay. them. So 
for me, that is the low light. Okay, that's that. That is a depressing, depressing low light to end yes. on. Um, okay, uh, another uh, Iselt did mention that she wants to call her her next dog Jalibert, but is that Laurent Jalibert or the rugby player Jalibert Iselt? It's Jalibert, the rugby player, because I figured yeah. I would. Um, <laughs> in, for Irish people, I would say when they can't pronounce it, I'll call it Jelly Bear. Jelly Bear. You can call him Zaza. Like it works for Jelly Bear on Jalabert. Okay. Oh, I but the nickname of of Jalabert, oh. Jaja. So good. Oh my God! Don't give her ideas, Thierry. Don't give her ideas. Uh, Andrew Flint, as a, as a as a roast beef, would you ever call your dog after a French uh, rugby player? <laughs> <laughs> the only one I would consider would be Sebastian Chabal, who is an absolute legend in my eyes. A sail shark legend, Sebastian Chabal. Sebast, Sebast. I met him years ago on a street in Paris, and I lost my ability to speak. <laughs> that's very hard. Oh, that's Jesus. But, but you know that Chabal was not the same before uh, his, uh, his journey in England. Yes. And after his journey in England. He transformed. What, uh, that's what we say in rugby. It was <laughs> not the same Chabal. I, I, I don't know what, what, what the Englishman did for him, but uh, they, they we changed loved him. him. We loved him. And not only the bot. No, no, let's, let, not, not just the beer, not just the, let's, let's move on very quickly. I'll say, on that note, I'll say thank you very much to Thierry Villery and to yes. Kaz Pandy. Wish you both a very, very happy new year in 2022 and yeah, talk you to too. you early in you January too, as well. And, and, oh, no. and please, and please, because he had a, a very big press, uh, four hour press conference in, uh, in Moscow, uh, two, two days ago. Please by my side for me. Uh, can you give me a kiss to Vlad? I will indeed. I'll, I'll, I'll send him your best. I'll say uh, yes. bonsoir. So <laughs> thank you very much. Okay. And on, thank you, guys. On that note, uh, we are going to move off now into towards section number five of today's show. We're almost back the way we used to be. And we're going to go out uh, ripping the tide with Vance Joy back after this with our literary heroes. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
Хорошей компании друзей, бренда Quicksilver и, конечно, вас, наших слушателей. Все сноуборды разыграны. Вот 6, 9, 7, 3, 8. Ой, ошибочка. Ладно, шучу. Все правильно. Где вы будете кататься? Вау, фантастично. Еще две доски мы припрятали в нашем инстаграме. Подписывайся и выигрывай. Capital FM. Шесть лет на вершине. Six years on top. Не является публичной офертой. Лучшее завершение уикенда на Capital. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Capital Commercial. Вспомни, как долго ты выбираешь фильм или сериал. Время выбирать прошло. Наступило время смотреть. Легкий поиск и продвинутая система рекомендаций. Иви быстро и точно подберут фильм, который вам точно понравится. Иви. Скорее к истории. Реклама 18+. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this segment is brought to you in association with our partner, Match Business Consulting. If your business needs the very best brand ambassador in Russian sports, you can contact our guys on match-business.com. Okay. Um, Peter P., I'm just going to come straight to you. Uh, what's the best ever sports book you ever read? Oh, God. I, I was... Oh, I can't even remember. Okay. It was. It was. Uh, you know what? It's uh, the book with the, the movie. It was made about it, about a blind uh, oh. football player. It was something. Oh, I can't remember. I can't oh. remember the name of it. Try to remember. Try to remember. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to go it, back it's, to. It's a really good one too. I, God. I, okay. God. <laughs> All right. That's okay. Uh, okay. So we're delighted to uh, welcome on to Capital Sports our festive edition of Capital Sports because we're going now literary. We're going very, very upmarket, very sort of cultural. And of course, uh, Eastold and Andrew Dare waiting on the line with uh, some suggestions as well. And I'm delighted to welcome on. Uh, starting off uh, all the way from Paris. We're actually back in Paris. We were in Paris in the last segment with uh, Thierry. And we're back with Pirate Irwin. Uh, Pirate, a very well, happy holidays to you and uh, hope all is well with you. 
Barry, can you hear me? Yep. Oh. Yeah, hi there, Alan. Lovely to see you, actually. Yeah, I know. We can see each other. <laughs> That's great. Hello. Oh. <laughs> and of course... Uh, um, yeah. No, everything's grand. Thank you very much. Super. Parisian Christmas. Lovely. It's different. And it's raining. Um, we heard it's raining there at the moment. Uh, it's uh, cats and dogs. Oh. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Uh, I, was gonna, I, I, I won't make any comments. Of course, uh, Pirate is a correspondent with uh, Agence France, France Press and, of course, a very highly regarded author. And also on the line waiting to join us is Jonathan O'Brien. He is a reporter, of course, a reporter with the Sunday Business Post and also an author. Jonathan, how are you doing? Not too bad, Alan. Thank you for having me on. Listen, I'm delighted to have you on. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too. Um, Jonathan, uh, Andrew is going to start off with a chat with you. Andrew, what is your quest for, question for Jonathan? Um, hi, Jonathan. Um, look, we're, we're nearly at the end of this, well, let's be honest, relatively dreadful year off the pitch. But on the pitch, let's look forward to next year. What I, what are you looking forward to the most from from 2022? From sports you follow regularly or sports that perhaps you don't? Johnson, you heard that one? No, I didn't. I, I can't seem to hear anybody but you, Alan. <laughs> That's not a good thing ever. Um, you don't need my voice in your head. And anyway, basically, uh, Andrew uh, asked in 2021, what sort of like, you know, sporting event or sport uh, really kind of caught your eye this year? Uh, well, I mean, there's no contest, obviously. Uh, Euro 2021, uh, against all the odds, it was an absolutely splendid competition. For me, it was up there with 84 or 2000 terms of the best Euros ever seen and uh, it was from such an, unpro an unpromising uh, conception and format that nobody except Michel Platini wanted uh, the guy who succeeded Platini at UEFA, uh, Alexander Cheferin has said they won't do it again and, and that's rightly so and there were such small crowds for most of the matches which could have killed it as a spectacle like in 1980 in Italy but instead um, the opposite happened you had all these great players rising to the occasion and managers too like Mancini and Luis Enrique and Danish manager Hulman, they all came out with their reputations massively enhanced and it's always it's always extra satisfying when the best team wins which was clearly the case here I thought so I, I really enjoyed it Okay Iselt what, what have you got for uh, Pirate? Pirate I'm going to ask you what in 2022 and hello what in 2022 are you most looking forward to and if you're not looking forward to anything in 2022 sports wise then what book would you read in 2022 for sports? Ah, that's a great question. Well, can I answer both? Go ahead. Uh, well, I'm very much looking forward to... Yes, you can. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you. Um, and I love your name, by the way. It's wonderful. Um, it. I would be, in terms of books, a sport book, I'd be looking to read Paul Hayward, the wonderful sports writer's history on the English football team. Uh, I don't say that through gritted teeth, even if I was born in Dublin, but um, there have been enough pitfalls along the way. And I, I just think it'll be a cracking read because he's such a good writer and it's going to be by theme as opposed to, apparently, as opposed to a year by year account. And sporting wise, uh, I guess it'd have to be the World Cup. And I, I don't know. I don't know if this sounds a thing, but uh, it would just be in a kind of way wonderful if it Bukayo Saka was to score a winning penalty in the shootout in the World Cup final, and then he would have oh. the ultimate—he'd have the ultimate redemption—and none of those lunatics 
or worse than that, would be pillorying the poor young guy on Twitter. So in England, win the World Cup. Okay, that's interesting. So you can continue well, on. It, it's it's yeah. more Bukaya Saka, really. But <laughs> okay, so I absolutely love, I love how you did that because it's more about the person than it is about the team, and that really matters. So if we were to revert back, England in the Euros in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Look, years are difficult for me. <laughs> are, are we looking at the World Cup going? Have they tarnished their legacy based on last year and what went on with the fans? Has that ruined it for a, twi- for a World Cup? Uh, is that for me? Um, it is for you. You're oh. getting to suffer my questions. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew's next. Yeah, Andrew's uh, next for Johnson, but that's a great question to have to answer. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying that one. Um, well, one of the good things is that probably not too many of them will make it to Doha, and they might get a heck of a shock if they do, security-wise. And I, I balance it with that. I think Gareth Southgate has done something remarkable with the <laughs> image of the squad. I think the players themselves, when you hear them talk, are on a different level to... I remember Ferdinand and Lampard, etc., since they gave up, well, gave up, retired, saying, oh, well, you know, when we all joined up, we were in our different little camps because we couldn't get through our, you, you know, our team, club team, un, um, unify, un, unit, unity, rather, ties, and they couldn't get over that to become a team on the pitch for their own country, whereas this lot may not... Yeah, they may lack talent compared to that group, but my God, they you know they put it across in a very good way, and I, I think that they override what you know that dreadful minority uh, did that night in the final. Okay, so I, 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 I would give them credit for that. Yeah, Andrew, what what have you got for Jonathan? Your your second follow question. Um. Yeah. Hi, Jonathan. Actually, the the football well sport books. Um, the sport books uh, area, I think it's fascinating because mostly they seem to be dominated by autobiographies. But what about more personal stories? I mean, Fever Pitch is a book that so many people grew up with. Um, do you think there is, uh, do you think there's an appetite for more fictional stories, basically to take us away from reality? Do you think there's a market for that kind of book? Would you like to see more football books written in a fictional sense? Uh, yes, I would. Uh, now, um, at, at the moment, I'm certainly hearing our prevailing trend is for sort of um, players, autobiographies, uh, sort of wearing their hearts on their sleeve. Now, a good mate of mine, Tommy Conlon, has just written a very good book, a very good one with the rugby player, Keith Earls, so I'll exempt him from this. But there, there is an absolute deluge of sort of uh, soul-bearing memoirs, and I think we could do with maybe a little bit rest from them for the, for the time being and uh, I, th- I think they're always as, as long as it's done well I think there always is uh, uh, um, there is uh, room for uh, you know um, a sports writer uh, throwing in a little bit of a personal layer here and there I've got a very good book on my shelf uh, called 1982 Brazil which came out this year uh, by um, Stu Lansfield I think his name is I'm looking for it here on the shelf I can't see the spine but it's called, 19, it's called 1982 oh yes Stuart Lansfield and, yes. Uh, it's, it's his record that fantastic team in 82 mixed in with his recollections of it being a child at the time and uh, he, he weaves this kind of stuff in and out of the story and it works very very well I think so yes I do think there's there's always room for that provided it's done skillfully and it doesn't waste the reader's time 
Okay, I'm going to uh, ask because uh, we're going to run out of time in just one moment. So, um, John, just say with you for the moment, uh, Euro Summits, the story of the UEFA European Championships, uh, was updated, of course, to include uh, this year. Um, listen, in, in terms of, uh, let's just say, in terms of um, you know, the next book, because this one, this one is huge, this is a Bible. What are you planning for the next one? Because you can still get Euro Summits, okay? It's it's available in paperback, it's available online and every place like Amazon and so on, but Amazon and so on. But what what is your uh, next uh, opus? Um, well, I've, I signed the uh, contract with um, Pitch Publishing just very recently um, to do a three volume history of the World Cup. It's going to be, um, as I said, it's going to be in three editions: 1930 to 1978. 1982 to 2002 and 2006 up until Qatar and um, <clears throat> excuse me it'll be coming out just before the the World Cup after this uh, in um, 20 I'm just trying to get my date right 2026 uh, just ahead of the World Cup in the States and Mexico and Canada and um, it's it's going to be another uh, big doorstop of a thing uh, multiplied by three um, but I've already got plenty of it done and I'm looking Jonathan, we just lost you. Very much forward to getting oh. it out with pitch publishing. That, that's that, that's great. I'm looking forward to it as well. Hello, no, we heard you. We heard you. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> um, Pirates, uh, the good detective Lafarge in the uh, the haunted well the the, the detective series. I was going to say the haunted detective. Um, he, he was. He, he was. Well, he well now he's like he's compromised and so on and tortured as well and even twisted. Well, he's a twisted patriot. Um, what what's next for Lafarge? Um, redemption. <laughs> Can I call him the, re- the redeemed detective? Uh, the redeemer, he, because then you, you call him a monk, basically, or a priest. Does he, does he join a religious oh God, order? I have a nose. With the amount of cognac he drinks, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, they have it, they'd excommunicate him very quickly. Um, he will be up against his total bet noir and the real-life character, René Bousquet, in the next slot where Bousquet is actually bound to rights and is due for trial, which he was tried eventually in France. And it will be, I don't know, you know, a bit Javert, it's a Valjean, etc. <laughs> but of a lower oh, I- level of literature. Uh, and there'll be no boxing result. Oh, there might be. And, uh, <laughs> and he will they'll so fight. <laughs> they'll fight to the death. Well, that not is- literally, but it, it will be the denouement between the two of them because it's it was how it started and uh, dare I say it could be the end Ooh. but uh, as Jim you know uh, he may well reappear but okay. he's going to have a very colourful next chapter that's for sure that's looking forward to because the last one of course was out uh, this well it's out Spring, wasn't it? Was it in April? Or was it May? Yeah, that's May. Right. Yeah, uh, May, April, April, sorry, it was. It wasn't, am I right? It was April, yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he transferred himself from being the haunted, the compromised, and the twisted to the serpentine by this stage. There you go. So kind of, yeah, yeah. it's, 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 it's progressing very, very well, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. Um, okay, that is cool. Listen, I will we'll um, go out right now because we were over time in the segment, so I want to say thank you very much to Pirate Irwin. Thank you very much to Jonathan Higgins. Of course, uh, Pirate's series on Inspector Lafarge, you can get it as well, online as well, on Amazon. And of course, Euro Summits by Jonathan O'Brien, that is also on Amazon as well. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you very, very much and have a wonderful, happy new year thank and I look forward all. to speaking to you in 2022. And you too, Alan. Thank you, Thank you very best. much, guys. Thank, Thank you, guys. You okay. <laughs> and, of course, 
Easel and Andrew are going to stay on with us. We, we will ask Easel what boxing books he would recommend for us to read because it is important. And we'll ask Andrew what he recommends to read as well when we come back with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz and hopefully a very, very special guest as well to end off our year. Um, that segment, of course, is brought to you by Mass Business Consulting, your one-stop shop for all your sports promotions and marketing needs. Okay, we're going to go out with uh, a song because, of course, we have had a, 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 a cast... That is definitely, 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 Peter will agree with me on this, it's 100% true. We've had an all-star cast, correct? Uh, damn right. Damn right. There we go. Damn right, okay. Damn right, we've had an all-star cast. So this is Smash Mouth and All-Star. We're back after this with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid
завершение уикенда на Capital. Join us on a journey from the beach to the dance floor. Chicane presents Sunsets. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера провожаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Okay, welcome back, folks. We're kind of getting back on uh, line as well as we can. We're still trying to get uh, Andy Mack on the line. I know that, uh, well, we have one special guest who, who is, is here with us right now, and we're waiting for a second one, but unfortunately we can't quite get it right now, but we'll speak with it later. Of course, is Alina Miyakova, who is... Um, you're going to be the first Russian footballer, first Russian female footballer to enter in to the uh, National Women's Soccer League draft in America. Okay, she plays with Syracuse uh, in America. She's been, well, of course, she's a guest on our show a couple of times. She's played great guns for Lokomotiv Moscow. Um, and, of course, now she's in America. And also a medical student, so there you go. What do you reckon? Would you let like a footballer operate on you, Peter P.? My, my yeah, you have to awake with us here tonight. <laughs> I'm getting s- sleepier by the minute. And oh. yes to that question. You would let a footballer Definitely. operate on you. Okay. Um, straight away, Kieran Stewart, I know you're, you're on the Air Force uh, right now. Um, Kieran, very warm welcome. Happy Christmas. Well, it's happy Boxing Day to you uh, <laughs> at the moment. Are you happy with the Arsenal win today? Yeah. Win. Uh, not just this win, many wins beforehand. Good foam good football um, a good vibe around the fan base I mean there's a few that will complain still but yeah it's good it's all good yeah three league wins in a row so that is very very good um, Isolt uh, before we uh, okay I'm going to ask you just straight away because we need to get quickly into the quiz um, what Isolt okay Boxing Day no Isolt I had to say Boxing Day she thinks it's a bad thing I asked him Boxing Day but I'm speaking to an English person so I have to well even though he's half Irish he's half Irish so his, his, his relative should be rolled in the grave as well so because um, <laughs> Kieran is half Irish just like well my son so Kieran um, quickly what's, what was your highlight of 2021 and what are you most looking forward to in 2022 Oh, highlight of 2021 uh, was probably getting out of lockdown. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, 2022. Uh, I don't know. Footballing wise, back in. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see. Well, don't say that. Don't say back in. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see Arsenal finish top four. That will that would be a very good start to 2022. Um, yeah, who knows what else. Okay, and uh, look, uh, okay, so that that is fair enough. Look, I'm gonna hopefully we're gonna get very quickly on the line right now before we start our quiz. Just to say a quick hello and season's greetings. Uh, we're calling you right now, Selina Miyakova. So hopefully we will get her. But I know that we also have Max Zaitsev. Max, you're on the line, ready for the quiz as well. Hello, hello. Yeah, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. That's great. Okay, just one second. Just we're rushing around because we only have a few minutes left. Alina. Yeah, yeah. A very warm yeah. welcome back to Capitalist Sports and of course a cold welcome back to Moscow. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, Alina, uh, quickly tell us. Um, now you're going to be making history by being the first Russian female footballer going into the uh, the National Women's Soccer League draft. Um, how does it feel to yeah. be, you know, taking that step and being a sort of an icon for young female footballers here in Russia? I was like so excited, like become the first female player who 
take part in the draft, you know, because like I made history, I think, <laughs> a bit, but like it's so hard to go for draft, especially if you are not American. So I think, yeah, I'll go to play in Europe, not in the United States. Oh, so you're not, you, you won't go into the draft? Uh, it, it already was like one week ago and okay. like all players were selected from America. I think only one from England. And, like, everyone was, like, from America. So, like, zero chances to be drafted, like, if you have, like, foreign passport, you know. And there's no chance, like, you know, not way like in the NFL draft, they draft players or, like, you know, take players into the... Like, with women's soccer, it's, like, more, compli- more complicated, like, if you have, like, another passport. I think, like, with MLS or, like, NFL, I think it's, like, easier... Okay. And by the way, um, what about uh, your former teammate going to uh, Chelsea? Yeah, also, yeah. So also, I mean, how, how do you think that, you know, you could maybe go to England as well? Or are you looking, say, for France or Germany? Um, I won't go to, like, another country. It's not, like, in England for right now. I won't, like, go to, like, France or Italy, something like that. Yeah, but like England and like United States, it's like really good level to play soccer there. Okay, that is fair enough. Maybe I'll- in future. Okay. okay, well, look, Elian, thank you for taking our call at the last moment. And we look, wish you the very, very best for 2022. I know I'm going to see you during the week and we'll sit down and have a, a, a cup of tea this week. But again, thank yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very, very much and uh, have a very, very happy new year. Thank you, it's uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you. Okay, that's Alina of course, the former standout for Lokomotiv Moscow. And, of course, she is, well, a, a star of the Syracuse Orange in America. Uh, okay, Kieran, are you okay to take part in our quiz this evening? Yeah, yeah, of course, sir. That's brilliant. Listen, uh, Kieran, I want to just ask, from the Transfer Exchange show, how... How much uh, traction are you guys picking up in terms of, um, you know, in, in terms of notice? Because you've been getting some absolute brilliant ti- like you know, tips and, and um, you know, re- reveals, shall we say, about footballers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's starting to pick up. Uh, obviously, January is coming up. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be hectic from, from about now until, yeah, the end of January. There'll be a little bit of a break and then... We're coming to the big time, which is uh, the summer transfer window, which is is fun, but also crazy at the same time. Okay, of course, it is coming up to the crazy time now. So we're going to be getting you and Steve back on to us uh, early in the year to, to catch up with that. So as we move along, we're going to start our quiz. So I know Max is ready. So we're going to start off as Eselt and then Kieran, then Andrew and Max. Uh, Andy Mack, are you there with us? Yeah. Uh, Andy Mack? No, that's not an Andy Mac. No, it, no, that's not an Andy Mac. Andy Mac, are you there with us? No, oh, that's not the Scottish docile grouchy tones I expect. No, <laughs> he's definitely he's dead. like he was there. Like I saw him, like logged in. He was there having okay, happy Christmas. Okay, so straight away we're going to start off, of course, with the voice. So you have to tell me who this person is. Okay, so you have to tell me who this person is. So uh, starting off with Easel Cody. Yep. So Easel, here you go. All right. So I think you will you will know who this is. All right. Are you ready? Go for it. All right, so yes. here we go. All right, so uh, <laughs> you're gonna like. I promise you, you're going to like this. Okay, here you go. <laughs> this is something that your your brother will definitely love. Okay, so here very, we go. Very, very. Uh, you know what? It's not a problem for me. It is a problem uh, for him and his 
summer sweater there. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> he, really uh, that's ridiculous. Like yeah, that, he could that, wrestle naked theoretically. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is uh, is try and put some Velcro on my fists or something like that. So who's going to put some Velcro on his fists? Give me the sport, and then give me the person. You had a hint with the sport. Um. Okay, I'm going to go because they said wrestle naked. I'm going to assume they meant UFC. No, it's wrestling WWE. Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> no, and Peter said it's Gronk, it's Gronk, it's not Gronk, it's WWE. No, wrestling, then I'm going to go with Chris Jericho because he's the only wrestler I can remember that my brother still has a poster and my brother is 30-something. <laughs> no, no, no. And I know he kisses that every night before he goes to sleep. Sorry, uh, Barry, but... <laughs> no, it is... <laughs> it was the Undertaker. There you go, it's the Undertaker. Poster of him. How could I not guess that in his creepy weird? Room? <laughs> All right. So who is next? It is Max. I think it's. Uh, yeah. I think it's. Yeah, Max. 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 Okay, Max. This sure, is for you. Not? All right. <laughs> sure. Why not? Let's try. You've got no choice. Okay. And uh, Isol to be annoyed over this, but like you'll know who it is. Just talk us through those goals. Yeah, the first one uh, made a made a run around the back post, and I think it got flipped on. I'm not sure who flipped it on, and I was there. Okay. So who? What? What sport? And the person. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yep. I have no clue, but uh, it's better to try than not to try. Yeah. Okay. Let's say it's football. Yes. Well done. Five points. Okay, Max, you're in the lead. Okay. Five points. And I don't know. <laughs> let's say the only football player that I know is Messi and Ronaldo. <laughs> let's say it's Messi. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got Messi with that, Max. No, it was Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Another half Irish man as well, like Gus Kieran. Like so, there you go. All right, uh, the London Messi, yeah, yeah, the London Messi. There you go. All right, <laughs> we've gone on to uh, Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint, this one is for you. Uh, I think you, you, uh, yeah, I think you'll you'll get this. Okay, so it's it's an interesting one. Okay, so here we go. This is Coca Cola with ice and and some steaks with burgers. You know, it's like I'm very hungry. Okay, so who's very hungry having uh, Coke and uh, hamburgers and steaks? Name the sport, name the person. <laughs> I thought it sounded like double N for a moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh Christ alive. Tennis? No, it's double, uh, UFC. Who is it? Come on, quick. Oh, oh Christ alive. It's um, a man. It's a man anyway, so Kieran won't be objecting to it. <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it down a little bit. Come on, actually. quick, quick, um, quick. Oh, Christ alive, I can't think. Um, Poirier. No. Oh, come no, on. No, it was Habib. Habib, <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, who is next? It is uh, Kieran is next up. Okay, Kieran. I think, I think you, I hope you'll get this one, okay? I hope you'll get this one, all right? It's, um, it, it's an interesting one, okay? It's an interesting one. So here we go. No matter what you're doing, you have to be able to have nutritious school and and shortly after high school i was probably eating eight to ten thousand calories a day okay so who's eating eight to ten thousand calories a day what's the sport it's an olympic Let's sport swimming oh well done mm -hmm. five points Phelps. oh my god kieran you're in the lead Woo. 
Oh, Kieran, legend. I'm doing a celebration like Drupper at the moment. <laughs> I can hear you yeah, moving. You're moving. You're moving. Is that was that was that ten points? Ten points. Yeah, of course, Rick Kieran. Oh, you put it in the back you. of the net. Back of the net, my son. Well done. On the <laughs> that was beautiful. That was genuinely awesome. 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 Okay, so here we go. This we're going straight into the odd one out. So you should tell me which is the odd one out. Okay, this is ten points available for this. Okay, uh, all right. So. This is the Winter Olympics, okay? So, uh, starting off with... Oh, Easel well, Cody. Of course, <laughs> All right, Easel. Ski yoring. This is great that it's for you. Ski yoring, sled dog race, or biathlon? Ski yoring, sled dog race, or biathlon? I'm going to say that biathlon is the odd one out. I don't know why, but I feel I'll find a reason for it. And I will sue you if you don't find me right. <laughs> You're correct. It's the only one uh, demonstration sport actually made the Olympics. Uh, in 1928, no, of course, the ski... Yeah, skioring is calling is skiing behind dogs, and in October two they had a sled dog race in Lake Placid. There you go. So ten points to Eastfield. Okay, uh, next up is Max. Max, Max here you go. All right, this is a good one for you. So, Norway, China, or Russia? Norway, China, or Russia? China, Russia. Who's the odd one out? Let's say Norway. Oh, you should have said China. You should have said China, oh. okay, because they've, yeah, they've never been top of the medals table. Norway have been top eight times and Russia top twice times because US are top seven times. Okay, uh, ah. over now to you, uh, Andrew Flint. Andrew Flint, ice hockey, luge or skeleton? Uh, I'm going to go for luge. Luge? You are correct. Well done. Because it has four events. Ice hockey and uh, skeleton have just two. Ten points for Andrew Flint. Okay, well done. Um, and uh, all right, uh, straight away now to Kieran. Kieran, this is for the win. All right, this is for the win. All right, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, bobsleigh. Okay, bobsleigh. Figure skating or ski jumping? Bobsleigh, figure skating or ski jumping? Thinking too hard about this. Yeah. Um, bobsleigh. You won. Well done. Well done. Because that's oh! the only one. The other, all of the others have been in since 20, 1924 until now. And of course, that uh, missed out in 1960. So, Kieran, you are winning. But, uh, Max, you were going to get two tickets to the uh, ice hockey this week, even though you didn't get through. Uh, and Dennis, Dennis, you're also going to get two tickets as well. So, congratulations. Thank you very much, Kieran. Thank you much, Isol. Thank you much, uh, Andrew Flint. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, and we're looking forward to, yeah, looking forward to a lot of transfer exchange news in the new year, of course. So well, the best source for tra- football transfer news. Uh, and I did actually break uh, our microphone stand as Peter P points out. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I thought you were pushing something to my face. Peter, thank you very much. Pushing something to my You're face. You're welcome. Yeah, thank welcome, you as always. <laughs> thank you very much. Have a very happy new year. And folks, we're going to go out uh, right now. We have a great song to end off with. And I just want to say that, of course, um, you know, we're turning the page from 2021 to 2022. We know that COVID